Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into A to Z Sports primetime from the Zen Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by Zen Sports. Promo code ATOZTN gets you unlimited 5% cash back for your first 15 days of betting. Download the Zen Sports app today to get in on the action. The law offices of Amanda J. Gentry, wherever justice demands, Amanda J. has you covered. The best in the business can be found at amandajgentry.com. And TrueMav Fitness in the Gulch, the best workout in Middle Tennessee, the best coaches, and the best facility. TrueMavFitness.com, where your first workout is free. So as we look at the uh, as we look at the Tennessee Titans and talk about the areas where they've been a bit of a letdown, there's two Titans players who need to who need in particular to step up. I had a really good discussion today on uh, the install. We did the Greg Cosell podcast at about three o'clock Central Time this afternoon, and we were talking about specifically Andre Dillard and solutions that they might have at left tackle. Andre Dillard is is not getting better, it would seem. But there are two players that I think are capable of getting better that would make a difference for this football team. So I'm going to start on offense first. And in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch, we can talk about this together. Which offensive player uh, do you think has been short of expectations, the most short of your expectations for him. Offense first, that's where we'll start. Uh, your Two Rivers Ford take is, of course, presented by Two Rivers Ford, quality American-made Ford vehicles, award-winning customer service. Go to Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So which offensive player has fallen the most short of expectation? Uh, for uh, Eric Alonzo, he says it's Tannehill. And Tannehill for uh, Jacob Ray, he agrees. Ryan Tannehill has fallen short of expectations. For Jacoby on face, excuse me, on YouTube, he says Traylon Burks. Offensive line as a whole, says Dre Wilson. Nuclear says Burks is a bust. You know the Traylon Burks thing. I don't know what my expectations for Traylon were, um, but I did think that he would be more consistent to date in year two than he would be. I don't know that he's a bad player. I don't think Traylon Burks is a bad player, but I know they're not getting a lot out of him, right? He had the big play down the field, but the drops are all over the place. Um, in, uh, in the Saints game and in the Browns game that are really concerning. I, you know, you could argue that they've all fallen short of expectation and, and maybe that's fair, but Traylon Burks is supposed to be a legitimate difference maker. He it's, you know, Again, I say it's not his fault that he was a part of the A.J. Brown transaction, which is as harmful. Everything that's happened to your offense, that might be the most harmful thing that anybody has done to your offense is trade away A.J. Brown. And so that Traylon Burks is not A.J. Brown is not his fault. But uh, his 
circumstance here adds to the frustration every time you see A.J. Brown able to produce with a quarterback who I don't think is playing very well thus far. At least I don't think Jalen Hurts is playing nearly as well as he was last year. It's early on in the season. Perhaps Hurts will iron things out. But, you know, I see Jalen Hurts um, surviving behind really good offensive line play and because he's got great skill position players. That was something that the Titans um, that the Titans had and let go. It does start up front first and foremost. The, be- the biggest reason that they are a problem offensively is because of the offensive line. But I didn't have high expectations for the offensive line. In fact, in fact, I thought the offensive line was going to, uh, you know, was going to be an underwhelming group. And thus far, you know, it doesn't mean they can't change things. Doesn't mean they can't shift the narrative. But thus far, they have, you know, been right about where I expected them to be, which is a below-average group in the league. But the Burks thing is really frustrating. I think if you're a uh, if you're somebody who looked at this team and said, "All right." Reasons why this might be able to work this year. Traylon Burks is a big part of that. And thus far, he's really not been a factor in ways that you need him to be. Uh, You'll hear from Ryan Tannehill here in just a second on Traylon Burks. Um, Right after, I remind you that the Primetime Show is presented by the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. AmandaJGentry.com is where you go for the kind of constitutional rights protection that you deserve, that you should expect We have higher expectations of Traylon Burks. If you have higher expectations of the people who are there to protect you, Amanda J. Gentry will go above and beyond. Wherever justice demands, practicing in Tennessee family and criminal courts in 35 counties in the state of Tennessee, AmandaJGentry.com is where you go for more information. So who has fallen most short of expectation? The offensive line is bad, as I said, but I didn't have expectations for them this year. Traylon Burks, I did. And thus far, Traylon Burks has not lived up to said expectations. Uh, I feel good with Traylon. You know, I think uh, he's made a couple plays for us. Um, you know, we've missed a couple plays together. So uh, I, I don't think um, I'm concerned about it. And I'm excited about what he brings to the table and, and how he can give us opportunities down the field. Uh, we just want to be consistent in making those plays and, and not being, you know, close. Is he somebody who, when he makes all those plays down the field, like you said, when you talk about limiting the long developing route concepts where his impact can be minimized by pass protection issues? I mean, we got the the ball to him a few times last week whenever it wasn't a long developing play, you know. Um, so I think uh, he can make an impact on the game, whether it's quick game. You know, he's big, he's strong, he's physical. So if we can get the ball in his hands short, you know, that's good too. You know, he's, he's a tough guy to bring down. So, you know, whether it's something down the field or something underneath, uh, I think the more we can get the ball in his hands, it'll be a good thing. Um, so that is Ryan Tannehill speaking about Traylon Burks today. Really needs to step his step his game up. I know the game was well out of hand when he had the the deep uh the deep the drop on the deep uh ball that Ryan Tannehill hit him in the hands with, right? The, it wasn't going to make a difference, but at least you could show your quarterback that if you when you go to him that he's going to be able to consistently make plays. He hasn't consistently made plays. He's made one play on the season, truly made one play on the season that was difference-making consequently. Uh, And I think that for Traylon Burks, this offense is never – this offense is is going to be limited based on the offensive line play, all right? It's almost impossible for them to get into drives when they are constantly being sandbagged by their left tackle. Uh, 
I think that Andre Dillard is a broken player uh, right now, and I think that Andre Dillard should probably be removed from the lineup sooner rather than later. I think it's going to take probably until the bye week for them to make a change if he continues to be this big of an issue. But I do think that Traylon Burks can also help this offense more. I think that Ryan Tannehill has plenty of plays that he can make. Um, I think that Ryan Tannehill has plenty of plays that he has missed so far in these first three games. Ryan Tannehill is not faultless here, but I do think that Traylon... Ryan Tannehill needs more help. We've talked about this plenty of times. Whether you whether you think that's okay, whether you hold that against Ryan Tannehill, that's, that's not necessarily the conversation. The reality is the quarterback needs more help. The offensive line group isn't giving it to him. They need more consistent play out of the wide receivers if they are to stand a chance in some of these games. Um, Eric Alonzo says, honestly, I don't want to hear anything from Tannehill but him holding himself accountable. He has done that consistently. Either you're not listening to the press conferences, you don't care what he has to say if he is showing you accountability, and because, you know, there's plenty of people who are just not interested in hearing from Ryan Tannehill. Uh, if you're if you're somebody who is carry is who has that energy, that's fine. You're entitled to your opinion. It's wasted energy. You're spinning your wheels and you're not going to enact any change by bitching, right? Like that the the only thing that would truly enact change is your season being lost, and your season in week three is not lost yet. So there's no sense in in whining and having, you know, being uh, whining about the quarterback situation when there is no solution beyond the current quarterback situation that makes sense for this football team right now. So, uh, like I said, if you're looking for accountability and not hearing it, you're not listening, uh, you're ignoring it, or you're just coming in with these preconceived notions about not wanting to deal with Tannehill. And again, you are entitled to do that if you want to. It's a, it's a useless exercise three weeks into the season. Um, Connor kills says, uh, on YouTube, Tannehill and Tim Kelly need to find a way to help each other and mitigate this all awful offensive line play. I do agree. There is problem solving, re- uh, required from the coaching staff. The quarterback has to get the ball out quicker. That is a big, that is a big Tannehill thing. He cannot, he cannot hold onto the ball to try and make a play downfield with this offensive line. It's not going to get anything done. So, um, in the, in the interim, the quick game, getting the ball out of your hands as quickly as humanly possible, Living to see another down is going to be critical for them. Now, the run blocking is still bad. So I don't know. I don't know how you fix the run blocking situation because that is also an area that they have struggled thus far. The offensive line's issues aren't only in pass protection, but when you can't get anything done offensively, it magnifies everything else. Um, MB says, I'm so tired of the Tannehill bashers. If you guys really hate them, then go find a new team to cheer with for a QB that y'all love. Like I said, like, listen, people... I'm not going to say that everybody's entitled to their opinion because some people have opinions that are very stupid and those people are not entitled to opinions. I'm uh, of the opinion that there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of different um, there are a lot of different opinions that don't <laughs> that you are not entitled to. But for the most part, people are entitled to feel the way this is an underperforming football team that people have higher expectations for an underperforming football underperforming football team is not the problem. Um, but to not provide solutions and to instead just come in here and bitch about it is not a productive exercise, which is not something that I'm interested in doing. If you have reasonable solutions, then I'm, I'm fine to talk about them with you. Or if you think you have a solution, then we can talk about the viability of it. But if it's just bitching for the sake of, uh, of, of doing so that, you know, I'm not interested in entertaining that necessarily. Amar says, uh, quoting Mike Tomlin here, 
We are fat and spoiled, uh, Buck. We are going to be whiny. We want winners. We want players that want to win. Listen, Mike Tomlin is correct. Their job is to entertain you. They've done a piss poor job of that. Absolutely. They have done a piss poor job of that. So you are, I am completely with you. I also don't enjoy watching them play offensive football. Um, but you know, instead of, instead of just tearing them down, there's times to tear them down when they underperform. We did that Monday. Um, but now the time is, uh, the time is to move on and to try and find reasonable solutions for them to implement so that they can try and get this thing back on track. That's, you know, that's the whole purpose of what we're doing here on a week by week basis. Anyway, uh, we are going to uh, we are going to talk about the defensive player that has most underwhelmed here in just a second on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. Right after I remind you that the uh, primetime show is presented by TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com. Your first workout is free as a Middle Tennessee resident. TrueMath is the place for you to get the best workout in Nashville. The facility is awesome. The coaching staff is incredible. Their group classes are excellent efficient in time 40 minutes in and out boot camp style you're really going to maximize your potential at true math fitness i love the personal training i really enjoy working one-on-one with their coaching staff you will as well and if that's not for you you can always sign up for a membership and work out at their facility as you please truemathfitness.com for your first workout free uh so the defensive player who has most underwhelmed let's talk about it together uh, Eric Castillo says, Buck, who's more to blame? Wide receivers not getting open. Offensive line player Tannehill not being able to make the throws. Uh, okay, so I think you can take this game by game. Um, you know, the wide receivers, I don't know that the wide receivers, like Burks and drops, it's not separation. I, I, there's moments when they're getting open. Chigs, Chigs had drops. Burks has had drops. Um, you know, I think that Hopkins has been okay. I don't think that there's anything, there's no, no, no issue with DeAndre Hopkins right now. I don't think the pass catchers have been great by any stretch of the imagination. Tannehill was the biggest issue in game one. We can all agree on this. There's no disputing it. Ryan Tannehill had a meltdown in game one and was the biggest reason that they lost the football game. Um, but on the whole, the most consistent, the most consistent theme through three games, uh, because you got a good Tannehill game against the Chargers you couldn't get anything out of Tannehill or Henry uh, in game three because of the offensive line. So the offensive line continues to be the biggest issue. If you want to, you, you can't boil it down to just one thing in every game, but if you had to boil it down to the biggest issue in every game, Tannehill was the biggest issue in week one. The offensive line play consistently has been the biggest issue through three games and that I think is a uh, you know that I think is the more concerning concerning situation. Um, but defensively, as we look at this, Ben Hall says Christian Fulton has become a liability on defense. Uh, Nuclear says Fulton can't cover above average wide receivers to save his life. You know, I, I would I would invite you to seek out the Greg Cosell podcast this week. I thought he gave you some really good insights on McCreary and Fulton in particular, Greg doesn't seem to think that Fulton has played nearly as bad uh, as uh, as it would it would seem by the eye test that he has. I'm not saying that Christian Fulton has been good. It just seemed Cosell came away from that game thinking that Deshaun Watson made a couple of God-tier throws uh, on Fulton and McCreary in particular in that game uh, that were well covered, but just weren't necessarily defensible because the quarterback had incredible accuracy. And that's not something Deshaun Watson has done. So you can, that can, that speaks to a larger issue, right? 
why are you the team that Deshaun Watson got right against? But it's not it's not a defense of Christian Fulton. Um, Cosell saw on film more from Watson than he did error from Fulton on at least one of those plays. So worth talking about. But Fulton is Fulton is the answer. Um, Mike Vrabel was asked today about what what can you do as a coach to help Christian Fulton in these moments. And, uh, you know, I thought he was very upfront, very blunt about the situation. Do your job. You know what I mean? Like, you got to stand up here and you think that, like, you asked me a couple years ago, like, what what you can do to help a pass rush or pass rush? Do your job. Cover your man. Play cover two, reroute. Play inside number one when you're in quarters. Whether it's a D lineman, whether it's a DB, and and, you know Christian did some some cool things. And Christian challenged and he tackled and you know had a penalty. And then they you know again late in the game, I don't know, made a mistake. But I think Christian's going to be be just fine. You know, I mean, he triggered, he tackled. I thought he was trying to do the things that, that we wanted to do. You know, just had a mental error. Do your job. And, you know, Mike is pointing out a couple of things that Cosell will, you'll also hear Cosell articulate uh, when you listen to the podcast later this afternoon. Do your job. Um, now, for Christian Fulton, there there have been some moments that are underwhelming. There have been some moments that I think, you know, the injury is is – is coming into play. He's already missed a game and the injury is a situation where uh, the injury is a situation where we talked about the soft tissue stuff for Christian Fulton. I think Christian Fulton financially uh, invested in his body this off season. And thus far the dividends held up through training camp. And it, you know, unfortunately for him, the optics of him getting hurt with a hamstring injury in the first game are, are horrifying, right? Terrible. Um, I don't think you can look at another player on defense and say that they have, underwhelmed more now Harold Landry is is not is not Harold Landry right now that I think is obvious and Arden Key really hasn't done anything in the last two games uh that's worth uh that's worth mentioning they did get a little bit of pressure on Watson but they weren't able to bring him down so pressure is one thing but you've gotta you've gotta get it home um Ben Hall says that was actually a really good answer from Vrabel this isn't college and yeah I I agree like Vrabel is uh Vrabel, you know, some of you guys take issue with the way that Vrabel goes about things because you want explanations from him and he's not going to give them to you, right? He, Mike, Mike's, and this is not something that he said publicly, but when you ask Mike Vrabel, when a media person asks Mike Vrabel to explain football, when, like, if you were, if, as a, if a fan in an honest moment were to ask Mike Vrabel to explain football to them, now I don't think Mike would react to you as harshly as he does to us. But Mike Vrabel's principle is, why am I going to explain football to you? You're never going to play football, right? That's that's kind of that's kind of his position on those things. Now that doesn't make it right. That doesn't make it wrong. But why why he carries himself that way is because what am I going to waste my time explaining football to you? It doesn't matter if you know football or not. It doesn't benefit you. It doesn't benefit us for you to know what we're talking about here. It's not like it's going to make you any more intelligent because this isn't this isn't what you do for a living. Um, now that's a level of of stubbornness or arrogance or whatever you want to call it that a lot of you may disagree with. Um, 
but I do think that uh, I do think that Vrabel um, can give you some insights into how he handles these guys in some of those interactions. And I think the do your job stuff uh, is is about as spot on as the message could be. Um, MB says Harold Landry is going to take time coming back. The ACL recovery in the dip he uses when he's pass rushing is going to take some time for him to feel comfortable. I agree. I consider these things to be a, uh, I consider these things to be a, a two year injury at this point, even if he's available in week one. So, um, uh, or available on a regular basis in the first year. Like I think that Harold Landry is going to take about two years to get back to what we associate with uh, full form. Um, winning cures everything, says Karen O'Keefe. A lot of the criticism, not all will stop if we start winning. It's possible. Um, but, you know, you're you're right. Right now, you're not. And right now, in two of three games, uh, not, in one one of three games, you look like an incompetent offense. And in the first game, you looked like the quarterback was incompetent. And I don't think, I think we all know that that's not true. It, somewhere in between, right? It's It's not as extreme as Cleveland. It's not as extreme as New Orleans. It's probably not as going to be consistently as good as it was against the Chargers, but somewhere in the middle ground is where you have to exist. Uh, so we will uh, we'll move on to rising and falling. Whose stock rose? Whose stock fell? This week in sports, we'll talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch right after I remind you that the Primetime Show is presented by the great people at Zen Sports. Download the app, plug in the promo code ATOZTN, and get Unlimited 5% cash back for your first 15 days of wagering. Zen Sports has the great, the, the best offers for you. Stop wasting money with other sports books when you can be making money with Zen Sports. Terms and conditions do apply. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. Uh, Nuclear says on YouTube that the defense is carrying you badly. Well, um... Bossman says you have a habit of saying Facebook. Yeah, I know. I, I say I've been saying Facebook for five years. Apparently, Facebook is not working for the first time in five years. So yeah, uh, it's, it's just kind of baked in at this point. That's probably going to take some time, unless Facebook comes back miraculously. But I don't know what's going on with Facebook. Uh, again, above my pay grade. Um, but Nuclear says this team is going through a slow rebuild process. The defense is carrying you badly. Well, that's the problem. The defense can't carry you on a regular basis. The defense, you don't have an elite defense. I don't, I, Cleveland has an elite defense. San Francisco has an elite defense. Um, elite, that's probably the list. I think the Steelers have a good one. You're pro, you're, the Steelers and the Titans are probably more comparable than are the Titans and the Browns or the Titans and the Niners. I think that the Cowboys should. I don't know what the hell happened to them against the, uh, the Arizona Cardinals, but I, excuse me, I think that's more likely to be the exception than it is the rule. Um, but I don't think the Titans have an elite defense. The Titans' passing defense is, again, poor. Uh, the Titans' pressure up front. Jeff Simmons is in the top 10 in defensive line pressures. Uh, but beyond the first game, Arden Key hasn't done much. Harold Landry isn't been, hasn't been overwhelmingly impactful. Autry wasn't totally healthy in this game. He probably won't be throughout the course of the season. But uh, I think that when it's just Jeff and Autry, they still need guys who can win on the edges, and right now they're, that's not happening. Um, so I do think that the uh, that the defense is not the defense is not carrying anybody right now. In fact, you needed the defense to carry you against the Browns, and the defense was not able to do so. Um, uh, he he adds the uh, the pass defense is going to be bottom three if we keep playing the way that we do. I agree. Uh, you can't keep giving up these explosive plays. Anyway, who needs or whose stock rose, whose stock fell this week in sports? 
let's see. Across all levels of football, defense can't really carry you, says Ben Hall. I agree. Um, Goku says it's still early, though. Yeah, but you don't get the benefit of the doubt of it's still early. Uh, you're, you were the 32nd ranked passing defense last year. You don't get the benefit of the doubt of it's still early. Figure it out. Um, I think that uh, I think that the uh, the people, a lot of people nominating Josh Dobbs, Dre Wilson, Eric Castillo. Dobbs is a great candidate. Josh Dobbs getting his first career win as a starting quarterback was great. Uh, but the bounce back candidate that uh, that I think uh, we are going to go with here. Actually, I don't know what Bert selected for the bounce back candidate. Let's find out together, shall we? When you look on tape, what are you seeing from Zach Wilson in their offense? That was a hard question. I can't lie. Uh, the team that want to run the ball, you know, uh, of course, man, you know, not, not, that wasn't, you know, to be funny or anything, but A-Rod got hurt and they turned into a team where, like, in panic mode almost. That's what I see, at least. And um, they got great running backs, so now they're just trying to pound it, pound and ground, um, like they did. Uh, what, what, what game was that? Who did they just – I don't know if they won or not, but uh, I feel like the running back's been rolling, so uh, – like I say, three great ones. So that's I feel like that's their game plan. That's one of the Chiefs defenders, uh, Willie Gay, talking about uh, the uh, talking about the uh, situation for the Jets. Stock down, obviously, the New York Jets. They are playing the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. The only reason anybody's going to watch is because Taylor Swift and Aaron Rodgers are apparently attending the game. But unless they can play. Uh, I don't think that's going to be a very good football game. So I think that uh, Willie Gay, trying not to be funny there about a team that wants to run the football, but uh, they just threw it 36 times in a football game with Zach Wilson last week. So I think that they could stand to run the football even more. Anyway, that's going to do it for us tonight on this primetime Wednesday evening. Check out the install wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Bert, thumbs up or thumbs down? Is the install on YouTube yet? Can anybody tell me? Whether the podcast that I uh, uh, do with Greg Cosell every week, I know it's available in its audio form. Can oh, it's not available in its video form. Who shall I deal with that uh, is responsible for that? We will find out later. Stay tuned. But in the very near future, the podcast will be available for you on 104.5 The Zone's YouTube channel. Tomorrow on the radio show, we will have uh, Arkansas running back Rocket Sanders. We will have uh, Titans cornerback Roger McCreary. We will have uh, a lot of fun together from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. So check out the install. In the meantime, oh, quick reminder. If you're going to London, I don't know how many of you are going to London uh, for the Titans and Ravens game. I, of course, am going to be there because I'm at every Titans game. But uh, we are also going to be doing the radio show from a bar in Trafalgar Square in London. So I hope that you guys will join us. It's called the Admiralty. Uh, There's an itinerary out that the Tennessee Titans have put out on their social media channels, and it includes everything, including the radio broadcast that I'm going to be doing uh, from the Admiralty. Also, the the morning show for 104.5 The Zone will be there. Uh, It's the official Titans London pub, the Admiralty. It is going to be the place that we're doing the radio show broadcast from noon to 7 p.m. London time. Uh, on 104.5 The Zone that Friday. It is also going to be the site of the Titans pep rally on Saturday, October the 14th from 6 to 10 p.m. They're going to have a DJ. They're going to have Titans uh, special Titans guests. Uh, I know last time that we were over there in 2018, Curse and Bullock made the trip. 
and they were having a great time. Um, so I think if you are going to that game, you should stop by and hang out with us at the bar before the game. We're going to have a great time. All right. Have a great rest of your evening. Radio show tomorrow from 10 to 1. Last primetime show tomorrow night as well at the two-minute warning of Thursday Night Football. See you guys.